listening to Seen the Sequel, the movie podcast about sequels to films that were never made. Probably for good reason. This week, we're talking about 2004's horror comedy classic, Shaun of the Dead, directed by Edgar Wright and starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. And, as ever, alongside me, three men who... We're in a pub. What are we going to do now? Get around in. I've got Al, I've got Joe, and I've got John. Welcome back, guys. Today's episode, we are talking about the magnificent Shaun of the Dead. I'm sure it's a big favourite on your side. It's certainly a big favourite in our camp. Uh, Who wants to kick things off? John, Shaun of the Dead. We've all watched it recently. How is it for you? Yeah, great. Like I, I don't know how many times I've seen it. Uh, a number of times. It's it's the one of the Cornetta trilogies that I've seen uh, the most times. Um, I think it's just the most rewatchable. I think like Hot Fuzz is great as well, but I think it's just the most rewatchable. It's the most comforting. It's the most easy to watch. It's um, yeah, it's it's silly, but it's also clever. Like it's good on the satire. It's got a lot of references to obviously like the Romero films and stuff, which is where the title comes from. Uh, and it's very British as well. It's a zombie movie that's very British in in the humour and the silliness and the kind of these sort of uh, ridiculous kind of tragic characters. I think it's it's, it's excellent. Yeah, nice one, man. Joe, what are your thoughts? What what yeah. What a fucking movie! Uh, it, it, and and to John's point, it's like the most—it's the most pure out of the Cornetto tril- trilogy. Like it's the one that had like no agenda, no hype, no expectation. Uh, it's just an absolute gem of a comedy. Uh, hilarious all the way through. Um, fucking brilliant. Nice one, man. Al. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's a modern masterpiece. It's a um, it's a cult classic. Um, Working title took a punt on these guys, and it's look look at them now. You know, um, I I I would I would just say, um, look, it is a masterpiece, but for me, it's way and above the other two. Like Hot Fuzz is good, but indulgent, and nowhere near as good as this. And I think The World's End is poor. And I think, to be honest, Edgar Wright is obviously a very 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 clever man. But this is the only five star movie he's made for me. I think it's been downhill from here myself. But that's I, I'd story. agree with that. This one's the five star. Uh, Hot Fuzz drops a star to four Correct. for me. Yeah, for me. Um, and then World's End goes down one more to three star. Still, me, still funny. If you go back and watch it, it's still it's still amusing. But it's not it's not on the same level as this. I, th- I think this film. It's the bar is set so high that it's turned into an English classic. It's a cult following. It's so quotable. It's as quotable for me as Life of Brian is. It's as quotable as With Nail. You know, let's go to the Winchester. It's there's so many moments in it, and I I love. Uh, the fact that they're blending universes as well. So one of my favourite scenes is when they're walking along in the, in their sort of gang on the way to the pub and they see uh, they're sort of almost opposites by Matt Lucas is walking past them. You know, it's, it's their sort of opposite numbers all playing a similar character passing each other. It's just absolutely... Yeah, that's very funny. With, it's nailed, isn't it? With what's his face? That's one of the, that's one of Martin the parts, Freeman. That, Martin Freeman, That's one of yeah. the parts I've never yeah. particularly liked. Really? Yeah, I just I, like, I like the fact... 
I've always been like, oh, very funny. There's, a, there's like, look at them. There's like a mirror image. Oh, but good. it's acknowledgement. I think the film stands up because one is it, that particular moment is pivotal for me only because it's pivotal because of, of what British comedy and British culture was happening at that time. You know, obviously of the, of the success of Spaced, they're also recognising The Office, also recognising all of those other comedy movements and circuit and friends that are all successful happening at that moment. It seems Shaun of the Dead seems to be a real pinnacle of what was happening in UK culture at that time and they nailed it. Even with um, Second Coming, I quite like it, throwing the record, you know. Everyone's no, got an opinion I, 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 on that, that album. That's, what it, that's what's great about it with the culture. So I could list a few things like Swing Ball, um, He Smokes Embos. Um, do you, what do you mean, Embassy? Yeah. Like oh, sorry. Is that a Northern thing? Maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe it is. Um, you know, the Fruit Machines... It's, it's, and obviously epitomized by the Cornettos. Um, it's, you know, the cricket bat, it's deliberately picking these things. And also the cinematic ambition was there with like the, the mirroring steady cam shot to the shop, you know, that he does twice once before and once after the sort of, uh, yeah, it's, it's hit. It's awesome. Um, you know, it's, it shows those early signs of how cinematic and good a filmmaker Edgar Wright was yeah. um, and probably the perfect balance. Yeah. Cause, cause I think the, that kind of intellect is kind of, mirrored in the script a bit as well because I guess it's really a film about just and it's and it's sort of highlight that start where people are just like zombies on their phone and going through life and commuting every day and just doing oh, the same brilliant. old thing. And yet and then the kind of British just like put your head in the sand and it's all going to be okay in the end. Like when shit goes bad, what do they do? They just go to the pub and just hope it's all <laughs> going to blow over. Like, Dude, I mean, it's, it's pretty much you could draw parallels with what we're going through at the moment you know? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not yeah, too dissimilar and like, everyone's it, gone to the pub oh, everyone misses the pub and it's like I'll be fine have, have a beer you know? that's so true it's like what the basic thing that's happening here at the moment is we want to go to the pub and the cinema but that's it'll it it'll all yeah. blow over <laughs> Oh also, can we just um, pay tribute to Romero? You know, uh, I know there's a lot of, um, there's so many cultural references in this film and it is a talk on society and I love that about it. But also, you know, let's let's not give it, let's not forget George Romero uh, and one of the sort of main catalysts for this film. You know, I just, I, I love the fact it's a zombie movie and there's so many sort of little references to, you know, day, dawn, night of the, of the living dead as well. So that, that's a real beautiful thing. Mm. So I'm really glad that we're doing this film. Uh, and I think... Now, Al, I think in light of your comments about Hot Fuzz, The World's End, I think the time is right. The studio feel the time is right for a Shaun of the Dead sequel. There's box office smasher. So who who wants to kick off this little brave adventure? Uh, I've got I've got a little. So so I read in sort of researching this that. Simon Pegg had actually written a treatment for something called From Dust Till Shaun. So it was around vampires. So I'm thinking I'm still going to keep it around zombies, but you know, um, I, I did have some other silly ideas. So you could be like Frank and Sean, Sean Zilla. Um, but I'm going to go. <laughs> thanks Sean, for the laugh. Sean thanks, Zilla, thanks, thanks for the laugh there. Thanks giant, for the laugh. Simon Peck. Terrible. <laughs> Simon Peck, uh, <laughs> in his tie. Um, well, my idea, so I've got it set in the future and it's called 28 Sean's Later and it's 28 generations of Sean down the line set in the future. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That's um, so 
Um, yeah, it's like robots and stuff, a really sort of like futuristic sci-fi world. But Sean is still just somehow, like the future Sean, is still just somehow working like a shitty electronics job, selling shitty electronics to like, I don't know, like cyborg people or whatever. Ed is still like living at his house, still playing fucking video games, still smoking loads of weed. Uh, there's a the zom- the character. Ed. Yeah. Oh, well, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, you're right. He's a zombie, isn't he? Well, maybe somehow they've... Yeah, maybe they've still got the same Ed. Maybe it's the same Ed, 28, because <laughs> zombies don't die. So it's the same Ed, 28 generations in the future. That's nice. Um, and then somehow zombies come back, start taking... And then they take out all the tech in the world. And then because I was built on tech, they don't know what to do now. And then maybe the future Sean can find like notes from our Sean, who's like passed these notes down to like how to defeat the zombies. Ah, bloody hell. I think that is fucking brilliant. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's much, yeah, it's, it's much better than what I had. Well, I, so, I, 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 had a, on, I had a standard sequel, like that just follows on. You know, the story, which I was quite happy with until John said that, which is a more, more, idea. Go more on, ambitious. Um, well, I went title first and then and then retrofitted the rest. Um, so That's what I did. Uh, so Ed dies at the end of No, well, of the he dead. he's a zombie in the shed, well, isn't he? Yeah, he, he dies and he becomes a zombie in the shed. So I thought Night of the Living Ed. Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, that's, a good... that's also really good. Uh, Night of the Living Ed, uh, where basically it's 20 years later. Sean has sort of like grown up. You know, uh, he, he's got like a, a job which he takes seriously. He's a family man. Um, but like he's now like the kind of the opposite of what he was back then. He's um, he's become career sort of like obsessed. Um, I thought uh, he has a family. Um, it's his 50th birthday coming up and his family have surprised him with like a, a holiday abroad or something like that. But he misses the flight. Um in order, like he chooses work over over family uh, is the sort of setup for him being alone on his 50th birthday at home. Um, and he decides to do something he hasn't done in a really long time, which is go and see Ed in the shed. Uh, he hasn't seen him in ages. Ed in the um, shed. Ed in the shed. There's a bit and of guilt goes, there, maybe. There's a bit of guilt there. He goes down there. He's alone. It's his 50th birthday, so it's kind of tragic. Um, and he does something he hasn't done in a really long time, which is he... He gets some beers in, he orders some weed, uh, and he gets stoned in the shed with Ed. And it turns out the weed temporarily turns Ed back into Ed rather than a zombie. And they go on one wild night out. So it's night of the the living Ed uh, across the town. But I thought the twist is that Sean doesn't know or is totally blind to the fact as he's getting wasted that Ed, although being like, um, you know, back to his old self is actually still of zombie mindset. And behind <laughs> him, he's leaving a, a, a sort of a like blood, a bloodbath of, you know, every bar they go to, he like goes to the toilet and converts like eight people until the end of the <laughs> night. Sh- they, there's Sean's like a kind zombie. Of oblivious. Yeah. He's totally <laughs> oblivious. And, I love and that. It's like, it's a statement on the carnage of a big night out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sean's totally oblivious to the fact that he has basically started, you know, Z day, Two. <laughs> wow. Well, listen, Al, I wouldn't want to be in your shoes at the moment because those are two mighty pitches. <laughs> I tell you what, they, that is, I don't think we've ever had two 
as pitches as strong as that going head to head. I'll just quickly get mine. Mine was Sean in the USA Universal logo. <laughs> and he teams up with Leo and they do zombie killing that was mine over to you guys well this is a first I mean usually when we're talking about sequels or ideas at this stage it's usually like a an amalgamation of a clear winner but I would pay money to see both of those two ideas and I don't know how to get past that Joe's is a nice logical follow on it's less ambitious it's less less ambitious it's more straightforward well, let's have John's a little, let's is a have, futurist. Let's have a little chat about it because Joe's gives us the characters later, right? And it's set in present day London. That's obviously there's interest in that, but it is more standard. Interesting about John's is if we get to do a futuristic London, so we can play on everything that's real about London and what how, where that might be in the future. But the characters are probably be more disconnected. So it's, um, yeah, that's just my take on the pros and cons there. I don't know. It's difficult. I think, All right, let's, do we let's develop, put it to uh, these two. Do we develop it to Joe and John? Which I mean, one do you, I was you thinking think? of mine. Well, I mean, I like Joe's as well. Um, on the disconnect account, I was thinking that the characters would basically be exactly the same. It's just these 28 generations of Sean that are all just freaking identical um, and then I hadn't thought of Ed being the, the, the exact same zombie that they've just kept for hundreds of years. But I really like a that. Funny idea. Yeah. I guess you've got to make the bank. I think from a bankable perspective, it's got to have Peg in it because the whole film centers around Sean. And if it's a futuristic Sean, it would still have to be Peg playing Peg, a 20 year ahead Peg. It 100% so, needs to be Peg and Frost back. Yeah. 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 There's, there's, a, there's a thing here that. You want, for John's to work, it needs to be young Sean, the same age mm. as Sean of the Dead. Yeah, that's how I was thinking it in my mind, actually. So we look, have to get so the de-aging we, yeah. back out, are we? Guess what we're yeah. doing with de-aging Sean. He's, he's, he's only, he doesn't look like he's aged that much, but better, better de-age him. I, um, I think on the, on the basis of that... Come on, speed dial. I go with Joe's, only because I think that there's enough weight and merit in yours, John, to do a complete side universe futuristic view of this film. We're going, fran- right, well, we're going all franchise. All I can say is I will remember this. <laughs> John's, John's like, it's the first time we've ever taken one of his ideas seriously. And we're just saying, yeah, I, sorry, I mate. Was, I'll tell you what, I thought my idea was really silly and dumb as the rest of them, but everyone seems to have taken it seriously. No, oh, I like it. I like it That's a, a good one, but I think... John's happy, like looking over his shoulder like... Uh, <laughs> they're, so, they're so different because John's, John's is basically... This it's a it's a big step into like this would need a what sixty million dollar plus budget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For mine, I had, I, had, I had a production budget in mind of like five million, like the yes. first movie. Yeah, and, yeah. And, I and, have... and specifically, like they don't want more money than that. They shouldn't have more money than that. They should force yeah. some creativity and and take a step back to like 100%. the original. Yeah, it was low budget. You know, it was, one, it, was actually, it was actually okay. one of the. Um, that and Billy Elliot were one of the two productions from the experimental WT2, which was like a sideliner working title. Um, that, I'll tell you what, that, though, that was specifically for lower budget films. I think, I mean, I actually kind of made that up, but it seemed to go that way. Um, so, if Billy Elliot had zombies, it'd be a better film. <laughs> Billy Elliot's a good film. Um, All right. So, listen, we're going to go with Joe's idea. Love that. I only have one stipulation. Can the Winchester be in it? Yeah, 100%. Oh, surely, yeah. 
Right, good. Okay, so I, th- I like this idea, Night the Living Ed. It's a good logical conclusion. I think, to be honest, man, you've pitched it so well. Um, we are going to need some new characters in it because the first one, a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the great characters <laughs> are dead. You know, Sarah Fenowitz dies. You know, Bill David dies. dies. Absolutely. So I like well, going, yeah. back to, going back to the Winchester. I like the idea that he hasn't been there in 20 years. You know, and 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 like it, it, his mum died it, there. It's too painful. Yeah, yes, yeah, and and also he's grown up and he just doesn't go to the pub sure. anymore. So so he, you know, there's a big build up of like what it's going to be like, and they get there and it's exactly <laughs> yeah, the exactly same. the same. Like, yeah, they're playing the same. They're playing like the same Queen tune on yeah, the yeah. on the jukebox. Don't stop me now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay, so we're going to have to have. I guess he's got some kids. Some kids. Timothy he? Chamelot. Well, he's married. He's married. <laughs> he's a... uh, Sean, Sean, Sean would have kids. That wouldn't be my first like. Well, I think, he, call I think for growing, him. growing up, Sean does. Yeah, I, I think, think he probably. But you sideline them. I think. I think y- you you make it much more about him and uh, him Ed. and him and Ed uh, by sidelining the family who are sort of like out of the picture. You know, they're 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 what he should have focused on at the beginning, but he didn't. Uh, because he's chosen business or whatever over, he's chosen his career over his family. So there's got to, they've got to come back at the end somehow. But largely, I thought sidelined. I don't think the actress. Think we need to the cast actress, them. The actress who plays Liz, she she's not gone on to do a lot, has she? Kate I Ashfield. I don't, no. I don't recognise her in anything from mm. much else. No. Um, so perhaps. Well, she's done quite a lot of films, but I just think they've been television uh, type dramas. So perhaps yeah. they're on the big night out, there could be a, a kind of new love interest that seduces him into a new world that it, but eventually he overcomes that and goes back to his family a work interest someone at work yeah although that maybe meets the new corporate view of the world that Sean maybe Liz is still yeah. you know and yeah. I wonder if she can see that Ed is a zombie and she's just constantly the whole night being like what the fuck what the fuck is this guy doing who's just like killing everyone well is that a twist that Sean's just affectionately only like seeing Ed as a real guy when he never was in the first place. He was just taking a zombie on a night out. Yeah, like he's tricked himself. <laughs> he's tricked himself into thinking yeah, that the he... weed has permanently, you know, Remin- solved his zombie problem. Yeah, reminiscing. Um, maybe, so I, was th- it- I was thinking like the owner of the Winchester, because I t- fucking love the idea of the pub being called the Winchester after the Winchester rifle. They can use the gun. I mean, that is so good in the first one. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, but obviously the owner dies, so big friend, big friend of Pegs these days, American owner, Cruz. <laughs> you want Cruz behind the bar, Winchester? <laughs> imagine, imagine, I'm surprised. Big that, friend that of Pegs. That would be great. We're not, we're not, we're not going to have to pay him. It's all going to be, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're going to have whoever I we want in this that. film. That's a great idea. <laughs> okay, so Cruz... Cru- he should be doing like a British accent as well, like an East London, North London accent. Or maybe it's like the Winchester rather it's the same, but it's like under new ownership. And they're like, oh, it's like, you know, and it's American bar now, like kind of, oh, it's not yeah. the same. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Like yeah. Neon, yeah. neon, neon lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ameri- the Winchester, everything around it now has been built up maybe into like a corporate world, yeah, but the yeah, pub yeah. is still sandwiched right in the middle. Oh, so yeah. he could be working at an office right by and he just so happens to bypass the Winchester every day, which is surrounded by huge office blocks. Yeah, maybe we can have Cruz doing a bit of a homage to his cocktail role, like, yeah. you know, flipping bottles <laughs> in the background and saying, Coglin's Amazing. Law. 
Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Finally put him in a good movie featuring cocktails. <laughs> so we need a love interest then. If at work, I think we need someone that's going to steer Sean away, someone that's a little bit corporate-minded, a bit of a go-getter, who maybe she softens over the period of the movie. Yeah, Weirdly, um, you could have some sort of romance at the end between her and Ed, where... He's yeah. a zombie, yeah, but I love him. Sort well, of maybe there's some initial tension with the love interest because Sean is maybe annoyed that the Winchester's turned into a bar, but now it's turned into a bar. It's the kind of place she would go. So they both come there, but for different reasons. He's come there to see how it's changed. He's annoyed about it. She's come there because it's a bar and that can be the initial thing that they talk about. So there's, there's a quite spiky opening relationship and then they begin to understand each other or whatever. Yeah, it's nice. Well, you could, nice. Either, you could either go down the route of like Hollywood sexy, like Vanessa Kirby. Or go for someone like... Got one. Wallabridge again. But we did that in Notting Hill, didn't we? Rosamund Pike. Oh, she, well, she's in... Uh, isn't she in one of them? She's in The World's End, isn't she? Yeah, she is. Uh, she is in The Well, it fits a bill. Yeah, she is in The World's End. Uh, she's also in Jack Reacher, so that she's very cruise... <laughs> she in Jack Reacher? <laughs> yeah, she is, yeah. Jack Reacher. Um, I saw the second one. I saw the second one on those on a plane, and it was a bit emotional at the end. And I remember, I was like, I think I'm shedding a tear to Jack Reacher too. Like, <laughs> put, a, put tired, a bullet through, but yeah, I'm sure, what's happening? Scared of the turbulence. Any, okay, so not maybe not Rosamund Pike. Any other actresses we can think of would be a good. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's loads of like really good, um, like you know, female comedies at the moment, like Motherland. So, Di- is her name Diane Morgan? Yeah, 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 yeah. Motherland's excellent, yeah. Is that is she the is she the Philomena Clunk woman? Yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah fantastic, yeah. yeah, excellent. That's a great shout. Yeah, yeah Diane good. Morgan would be fantastic. She'd be very, very well. She's yeah. very funny. She's really funny. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I I don't know why, and I don't know whether we've cast it before, but I kind of want Sean to have maybe a really domineering. A cold, unaffectionate boss at work who's higher, superior to him. That's almost making him work a bit harder. I want to put Tilda Swinton in this movie. Brilliant, sure. Yeah, she'd, be, she'd be excellent at that. Just, just, icy. just that icy stare, killing zombies. I want to see Tilda Swinton just destroying zombies because she's cross. Almost like the character she plays in Opjaya. You know that sort of unwielding corporate I don't yeah, care yeah. zombie and she'd be I, strapped up in like leathers with like two like samurai swords <laughs> yes, just totally. like Sean gets, to, Sean gets to say the line again I said leave me alone <laughs> you know, yeah. he says fuck to a doodle do like, that's so it's excellent the first one the sort of the, the, the foreshadowing of lines the way they do like that like you know when it sort of say, shows how far characters have come like with, with Pete it's like I said leave him alone then like when he takes the dart out of his head he goes but dogs can look up and it reminds <laughs> you of like and in, and in more innocent time it's just like it's just fantastic yeah it's awesome <laughs> dogs um, can't look up I think up. We, we do need to <laughs> we do need to probably find a way of replacing like Bill Nighy and Penelope Wilton who brought like you know like class like yes. you could switch those moments into like They're really really fine acting from Bill Nighy when he tells him um, when he tells Sean like I I always loved you Sean in the mm. car when he's dying and it's just such a good like flip of of tone. it's beautiful isn't it yeah. it's so English as well Barbara where she's like oh just driving <laughs> yeah but it's like that is these guys are excellent aren't they like Peg and right well, doing that yeah. to switch that and fucking hell Peg's great performance as well. Yeah, like, absolutely amazing in that scene. Yeah, so, brilliant. So maybe we could have Liz's 
Liz's parents and maybe they're divorced in some way and so they've got to pull them together because if there's a zombie apocalypse, Liz has got to come back from holiday, right? So all this is happening when Liz is on holiday. Sean's gone on a bender with Ed with the girl that he works with and his domineering boss and there's a zombie trail that's happening. Liz has got to fly back because she's worried about her parents. So maybe we he's, could get yeah, Sean. Maybe. He's got to save the broader family, like, you know, the wider family. Yeah. How about how about the job? Could we combine them? Could he have got a job with Liz's father's company? Yeah, Ooh, maybe. Nice. Yeah, I'm thinking nice. maybe the father can be posher, like a Charles Dance sort of character. Charles Dance would be good. Um, Timothy Spall would be good. As in, Rafe, as in, I just, I, the reason I hesitated is Rafe, an unrecognisable yeah. Rafe Spall is in the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, t- yeah. oh, well, but I tell you what, because a lot of working title connections, Gary Oldman. Ooh. And Gary Oldman, like, he's, he's the number one sort of older Brit you'd want in the, at the minute. Yeah, that'd be great. And mum, who would we go for a mum? Hmm. We need a we need a soft Barbara type character, someone who's very English, or maybe not. Maybe a bit know, quirkier, she... Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, that's a very good show. <laughs> I can't deal with zombies now, dear. I'm just pruning the begonias. Yeah, yeah. Her and um, <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter and Gary Oldman would look quite good together. Yeah, that's yeah, quite fun. That'd be, that'd be really we, good. But we wouldn't make Gary Oldman play it sort of necessarily in the suit. Go back to some of his earlier roles, you know. Leon, Fifth Element, sort of. Um, he's yeah, got, he's yeah. got a bit of an edge himself. Oh, you know I mean? yeah, he's a, a bit, bit of a bad guy. Well, no, but well, they're, obviously they're villains. But you know, he's a bit. He's not necessarily like straight laced. He's a bit alternative. Yeah, a bit yeah. outlandish. Maybe a bit like where's like a bit creative. You know, creative yeah. with his role as a CEO or whatever. He's like really arty. Yeah, he's like <laughs> not that into like the corporate life, but he's just made it big. I tell yeah, you what, exactly. that's, he's that's actually really he's so corporate and he's faking being an artist, basically. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's You're always really talking good. about like the art shows he's been to. Like, the, what, is uh, it? what is it? Paint? I don't know. It's money. <laughs> yeah, love that. This is really coming together. Okay, fantastic. Well, I think we're happy with the the title, Joe. I think you smashed that out of the park. Like the Living Ed. I think the title's amazing. Good I just title. the only thing. I mean, from a marketing point of view, is it's we'll have. It's just that it hasn't got Sean in. You know what I mean? You would. There's just that element. But we'd have to. We'd a have poster, to pass, though. We'd have to pass and the that's a good. You could do yeah. a great teaser of this, even without any reference to Shaun of the Dead. You can have Night of the Living Ed, just as a what is that? And then the next teaser poster could be, you know, Peg and Frost, just like bewilderment trail uh, of death. I, I think the brand of those two together, in the right branding around it. Would I don't think have, not having Sean in the title was a problem. I don't I think, think anyone's going to like you know misunderstand what this is. Yeah, especially ever. if you, you got the red sort of you know if there was a silhouette and a cricket bat and the red name badge that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. Um, I actually really like the fact you know even though it was a concern for the marketing, I really like the fact it doesn't have Sean in the title because it gives it this status as a standalone film, different title, and then opportunity in twenty years time to do another title of something completely different with the same characters as well. Do you know what I mean? Like if you wanted to, it's it's not, it's strong enough as well. And also it's thinking outside of the box. Sure. You're going to do a sequel to Shaun of the dead, but it's being clever and not going Shaun of the dead. It's like, right. Okay. This film stands up and it's like, and also let's give Ed a bit more of a starring role because Ed's fucking brilliant. Ed, that's one of the things that's so good about the original is their accuracy of writing. Like that is probably the first thing I ever saw that I was like, this is my student house. And like in 
down to the the production design <laughs> and down to the dialogue. And like, you know, that the famous line, anyone anything from the shop, Cornetto, is just fucking brilliant. Bang on. I thought you said you were cleaning up. Oh, I had a few beers afterwards. And, <laughs> and it's just I mean, maybe they won't get away with some of it now, like when he keeps on calling him gay. I mean, yeah. that's what I say to my mates when I was, you know, back then, but it's frowned upon now. Well, Sorry, hang on. One one final thing would be the, a, a way to get an excuse to get that sense of humour back in, but being sensitive to it not really being politically acceptable anymore would be to say that Ed, Ed comes back and in his mind, he's the same age. Like he, mm. he's, he, he's gone from like, you know, the day that he died into now, doesn't know that 20 years has passed. So he's exactly the same person as he was back then. So the sense of humour is the same. And you've then got Sean saying, mate, you're not allowed to, you're, yeah, you're not brilliant. allowed to say brilliant. that anymore. Absolutely we, brilliant. We've grown up. We've grown up. We've moved on. Yeah, he back, and he's, a, he's problematic in the, in the pub and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, director. Edgar. I think you stick with Edgar Wright. Yeah, I, I don't see how you can say, oh... Frost and Peg are back, and then, oh, sorry, Edgar. Like, I think the, the only way to do it would be to give it to, like, I guess, uh, Simon Peg to, to, to direct, but I th- I think the fans would go a bit apeshit if it's not Edgar Wright. Okay, and now we're coming up to the all-important pitch, and there's only one man, one man in a world where zombies drink beer. Joe, <laughs> let's have it, baby. Sure, right, we are back with Shaun of the Dead 2, now called Night of the Living Ed, uh, where Sean is now 20 years later, grown up. He is a corporate guy. He's taking life seriously now. He's everything that he wasn't uh, in the first movie. He's um, much more serious, much more straight-laced, career-focused. He's now working for Liz's dad's company, um, played by Gary Oldman, um, and his boss, for some reason, is Tilda Swinton. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, he um, he chooses his sort of career over his family um, in a moment where he takes a business meeting instead of going on holiday to celebrate his 50th birthday with his wife and children, um, which is basically an excuse for him to be home alone on his 50th birthday, not knowing what to do. He goes to see Ed, who's still locked up as a zombie in the shed playing video games on the PS1 that he was playing on back then. Um, he, he, he rekindles that relationship by uh, getting, a, getting a few beers in, um, ordering some weed in. Um, or, or let's say, like, he finds the weed in, in the shed. The someone weed is still someone, there in the shed. Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, there's like a, you know, like a dusty sort of, like, blows the, blows the dust off, the, uh, off the, the weed box and it sort of sprinkles like magic. Uh, yeah, like magic, the magic it. spliff. Yeah, yeah. He opens it and there's, there's a pre-rolled spliff and uh, you know in in there that that he sparks up and and shares with ed um somehow the weed unlocks a chemical reaction in ed the zombie turning him temporarily back into ed from (laughs) 2004 unchanged except for like you know visibly he's now 20 years older but in his mind he's the same character the same (laughs) immature like you know reckless ed um they they choose to celebrate because they acknowledge this is probably a one night thing. They go on a mental bender across London, um, ending up in the Winchester. But Ed doesn't, uh, Sean doesn't realize that Ed is leaving a, a bloodbath behind him of, of converting people into zombies and creating Z day two, uh, in his wake. Um, something happens. Well, well, let's say 
the, you know, the apocalypse is, is coming. They realise that it, shit's hit the fan. He has to go and save his wife's family um, from all of this. Played played by who? Helena Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter and Gary Oldman. Uh, he has to travel across London to save them uh, in a big climax where they, they end up getting to the Winchester, which is now under new management, uh, run like an American <laughs> cocktail bar, run by... Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, and that is, that's as far as we got. But uh, that is Night of the Living Ed. Yeah, baby. I would pay good money to see that film. Well done, Joe. Well done, indeed. Well, there you had it. We took something sacred, and I think we did well with it. But I'm sure you guys are going to pull us apart online and tell them, you know, you're going to have different ideas. And that's right. What would you have done? You know, we gave you really a couple of ideas there, but Night the Living Ed sung through. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. We haven't been blocked from Twitter like other people, so we're still around, guys. And, uh, yeah, keep safe out there. But more importantly, we'll see you on the next time. All right. Cheers, guys.